Get in the gate, this is episode 54. We are talking Stargate SG1, uh, episode 10 of season 3, forever in a day. The full get into gate team here. My name is Mitch. Joining me as they do each and every week, Maddie. Hello. Hello, mate. Brendan. What's up? And Reese. That'll be me. That is you, and it has been forever in a day, you. That's where we lead <laughs> oh, into this episode. That was a poor segue. There. I mean, I started, I'm like, I've got to finish it. It's not all going to be gold, but we push on. We are <laughs> Get Into Gate, three Stargate hardcore long-term fans introducing Reese, a uh, newbie to the show, and uh, basically getting a bit of a nostalgic view on it, a hindsight view on it, and I think a bit of a fresh look from Reese's eyes. He's so, got them fresh eyes. <laughs> Before we get into Reese's thoughts, Let's see what the DVD synopsis tells us about this episode. And I dare say, a lot of spoilers in it. It's a good thing you've watched it. During a rescue of captured Abedonians, Daniel finds his missing wife, Sharae. But instead of greeting him, she attacks him, leading to her death at the hands of Teal. Distraught over her death and angry at Teal, Daniel quits Stargate Command. That's pretty much the whole episode. Yeah. yeah, apart from he yeah. comes well, that back. Is, that is a synopsis. That's what a <laughs> yeah. synopsis normally does. Well, it should should really hint at it and yeah. give you mm. some... Should give you the first, like... Remind you what the episode is. Yeah. Mm. Yes. For you, Reese, I'm glad that you're not watching them on the DVDs because bugger me if that didn't ruin a lot of things yeah. for you. Some big things happened. Yeah, if I haven't learned by now to not read the synopsis before the episode, I think I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> but, um... <sighs> No, but yeah, and the the synopsis on the on the streaming service that I'm watching it on Stan is yeah nowhere near as um, revealing as that. So oh, that's mm. good. I'm safe. I'm safe. But and I, I never read them because I never wanted to even know what was coming. Mm. And obviously, because it would have ruined it <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Plus, you well, oh, you watched it on DVD. Yeah, I would say mm. most of the episodes I saw for the first time would have been on DVD. Yeah, but um, yeah, oh, man, this episode was so oh. confusing. But it kicked it's a off bit of a, well. It's a serious mind, isn't it? Like I love the start, start though, because they just that, kicked into that it. That epic battle with the Jafar yeah, was... Yeah, that was so good. And then <laughs> old, mate, old, old mate on that bloody turret gun moped, just <laughs> just a mad <laughs> shot of him, just boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. It's like a mouth. They put a gun on a mouth. <laughs> they, that's literally what they did. Yeah. yeah. Or a awesome. And then he's got the little shield things there, but somehow he still managed to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Purely so that Jack can get out there and do, and do his job for him. I did notice something there... When Jack jumped up onto the turret, they cut back to another shot of Carter and Jack leaning on the hill. Oh, really? Yeah. They just thought, oh, they're all yeah. wearing camo. No yeah, one would have no told one that <laughs> His hat is fairly distinctive. Yeah, just a little bit. Can't see him. It's, it's, his, it's camo? It's his version of a purple lightsaber. It's the reason he's the only one in the entire SGC who has that hat. He's like, I bought this from home. Yeah, that's I it. bought it from home and I'm wearing it. That's, that's all it is. It's hat. And then, obviously, Daniel goes in, finds Sharae. She... And then uh, Tilt comes in and opens his uh, staff weapon, <laughs> and then it goes in, and then it goes into the credits. And I've just got a little note here that I wrote down: Tilt should have shot Sharae. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back: Oh, Sharae's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. good on him. At first, when he when he hesitated, I'm like, oh, you know, like Tilt's learnt to have a heart in these things, like. Think it like looks at Daniel, like, mm. what do I do here? I'm not. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, yeah. He would normally just go in and just shoot her. But he sort of had that moment where he's like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Thought about it and then obviously ended up killing her. Clearly didn't think about it long enough because my first thought was, shoot her in the leg. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> kill shot. Yeah. Straight for the kill shot. Well, my first thought was... I'm surprised it. you didn't blast her directly in the face. <laughs> just to make sure he fried the symbiote. Yeah. Like... And my first thought was um, when Daniel's standing there with the handgun. And yeah. he's going, don't do it, don't do it. I'm, shoot her in the I hand. I said, shoot her in the hand. Like, yeah, straight mm. up. Yeah. As if you wouldn't. Because I don't know, are they... Are they super strong, the Gowold? I don't, not sure uh, if they are. Are they just? They, we've been told that they are. Well, I know the Unas are, but they are naturally anyway. They're yeah. naturally strong, so I'm not. And really, any time a human gets flung across the room by a Gowold, it's from it's the ribbon, ribbon device. device it's yeah. not actual physical yeah, strength, true. is it? Did Did Ra in the film have any strength though? Like, no, he was very. He was very feminine and had the he had the but ribbon. But at device any point, and... did he like grab anyone by the throat and lift him up or no. anything like? No, yeah. No. So that's interesting. He didn't even throw him even... across the room. I don't with even the know device. if he made any contact mm. ever with any of the heroes of the film. Almost. No. We don't. We don't even really see any Tokra showing any signs of sort of heightened no, strength true. levels, do we? Yeah, true. Apart from healing, like they can. Heal, yeah, they had but... the long life and and yeah. health and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, there's so no like really... yeah, if if he if Daniel had a shot her in the hand. And tied her up, she would have healed. The gold would have healed her hand, mm. and then they try to extract it somehow. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that was. Well, I think at the end of the day, it's. I don't know whether it's here or later on, but at a certain point, Michael Shanks and um, uh, Vi- Vitea Bandera. I, I yep. always put a question mark on the end of that one with my pronunciation. I'm pretty but, sure it's right. Yeah, but they separate in real life. So they, mm. do, they do have a young child, but mm. I don't know at this point, whether they were separating or whether it happened later on or anything like that. So it, I kind of feel Awkward like... if they separated beforehand and then had like a few kissing scenes. I was scenes. thinking that yeah. during the during watching this episode. Well, I assumed that was the case because Daniel's like, right her out of this f***ing show, mate, because I don't want to see her again. <laughs> like, I don't know if they had an amicable breakup yeah. or if it was, you know, a little more hostile, but... Yeah. Well, yeah, if you like... have a one-year-old, it's it's not amicable. <laughs> throwing that out there <laughs> shit gets intense when you have yeah, young children so and I guess it's like you know they had to write her out of the show somehow and I guess the writers maybe felt like oh if they're going to write out um, Sharae mm. they can't just do it without bringing the character back and yeah. so yeah I honestly I am talking on my ass here so I don't know how much of that yeah. you know is you know has anything to do with the reason Sharae was written out but for me, the storyline was sort of getting a little bit long in the tooth. Like, how yeah. long do you, can you go with her being a gold and him chasing her around the mm, universe? Yeah. Like, Well, it, it is funny you say that because in, you know, in a maybe, what, four or five episodes time in pretense, we kind of wrap up a long, a long arcing story as well mm. in regards to, you know, some Abedonians and things like that. So maybe it was already preset for this season and it just yeah. happened to be sort of the timing but plus for daniel's motive i think the whole yeah like reese just said the whole charade thing probably got a bit too old and they needed to mm. revitalize it which was brilliant with the hasisis storyline yeah, yeah the hasisis storyline that comes which, out of this is great yeah and it yeah. leads into something really good and yeah and, um, and i mean not not having his wife didn't stop him from you know banging chicks so it's like it's like they were written no. into a corner there <laughs> yeah, yeah no, if anything right. i think he sleeps with less women now that Sharae's dead <laughs> oh, dude when he goes <laughs> he got limp dick when he, <laughs> when he um when he said to tilk oh uh, Tilk or Sam or whoever it was, he said, every time I stepped through that Stargate, I was thinking about my wife and I'm like, how many chicks did you bang off yeah. world? Like, yeah. you were not thinking about That's your right. missus. And spoiler alert, very next episode, he's macking with an alien. Like, <laughs> yeah. next week. In well, fact, he says to her... single now, so... <laughs> rebound, mate. Rebound. But that means I'm single again. <laughs> he, he literally says to her, oh, look, I recently lost my wife, so I don't know if I'm ready for this. 
30 seconds later, he's macking. Oh, less than that. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, like... I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but it's about all. <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I love that it, it gives a, a reason for the whole of SGC to look for the child rather than trying to find Sharae because it's Daniel's yeah. wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, yeah, like like you said, there's there's a better motive yeah. behind having that character. And this, that and this is something that I alluded to very early on in the way that you know things sort of thread their way through because really... The Harsisa storyline leads to probably Daniel's biggest storyline that affects everyone, the entire yeah. universe, basically, of, of Stargate yeah. right the way through, you know? Mm. So it's, it's really cool the way it just started. Bigger than you could ever expect Yeah, as well. yeah. So it's, it's amazing that it just started with his wife being abducted and being impregnated by a prophet just leads to so many amazing storylines yeah. for not only Daniel, but the rest, the rest of the characters as well, which I... Um, I just, I just love just knowing what's coming. Like, yeah. this is the point where, in full disclosure, like what, this is episode 10. After watching this, I just got so excited. I couldn't stop watching. I've watched and t- taken notes up to Ergo, which is episode 16. Like, and then I really had to stop myself because I'm like, oh my God, I've done like two months work in a day. Nice. I imagine you would have just... got up to 15 and gone, oh, Ergo's next. I'll watch I that. literally <laughs> did. And 15's pretense. So I'm just like, oh my God, two of my favourite episodes. Yeah. I, just, I have to. And I know I'll watch them again like the day before we record because yeah. they're, just, they're just so good. Yeah. So didn't Jackson really place a shitload of blame oh, on Tilt? Like I hated so him. So good. Yeah. That you, look. You should have waited longer. Yeah. Oh, off that's yeah. still <laughs> it was real part two for me from when uh they first found out that Shara was pregnant i remember like teal was really wanting to handle it a certain way and daniel yeah. and there was that <laughs> Teal like, wanted to end it yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. such a tension between them in, in that episode that was so good to watch that was one scene in particular yeah. that i know we all, we spoke at great length about when we did our podcast on that so for this one yeah just like when you've got something so absolute and unable to come back from is that mm. well and the fact that Tilk owns it like he apologizes yeah. but mm. zero f- given. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather her die than you die because you're my friend and I don't give a shit about her because <laughs> <Yeah>. she's gold. <laughs> yeah. I am sorry Shari is dead. However, you are my friend. If I had to do it again, I would do the same. Which is basically a, a 1999 version way of saying hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like... Yeah. <laughs> But I think he genuinely feels bad for... Yeah, he does. Not not for killing her, but feels yeah. bad because... Well, you he, know, cho- Daniel's he chose her yeah. to be It's like from, yeah, from Daniel's point of view at this point in his mm. life, the worst thing to ever happen to him is Teal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. worst so thing. So true now that you say that. Yeah. yeah. Whammy. So, um... I made something... <laughs> Hey, it's been a while. Hey. And I'm, I'm owning it. You guys say I sound weird when I say it the other day. So look, yeah. I made something. I no, this it, is no. more of a pride thing. Yeah. I am Sometimes it's I like, like a, it. it's like you try to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it better when you feel dirty about <laughs> well, it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is when I made it, it was very late at night and I thought it was hilarious and I love it and I am proud of it, but... I haven't listened to it in about a week, so... All right, feed it to us, mate. Did you forget the relevance? <laughs> no, no, oh, it's yeah. pretty relevant. Well, it's, what is it about? It's obviously goodbye and good night to Sharae. You know, that's it. So I thought it was it good was only appropriate that we took the time yep. to say our goodbyes. Oh, yeah. God, I hope I know where this is going. And uh <laughs> and just and just look back on some of our fond memories of Sharae. Oh, are there some? 
There's so many things I want to say to you. It's emotional already. After the first team left me in Abydos, Shari saw me writing in my journal and thought the ballpoint I was using was magic. A little device like this pen was such a wonder to her. The simplest things were a wonder to her. I couldn't save her. To continue your travels, you must first forgive Tilk. Staff blast that killed her. I didn't just... <laughs> Out of respect. I didn't just sub that well in. That's the actual staff blast. Nice. Well done. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, oh, including wow. our own thoughts yeah. on it, which is fantastic. Just some of oh, our favourite memories. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Do... I'm spent. I'm done. I'm peaked. I'm done. You may as well turn my microphone <laughs> off now because I'm done. I do... <laughs> I do love that pen scene, though. Well, I think that's my favourite part of this episode, especially when you do think about yeah about a pen, yeah. how simple it is, things something you use every day. The evolution of the writing instrument. Mm. Yeah. The fact that we wouldn't even think to call it technology. Mm. Yeah, it, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it is it. technology. Yeah. Um, and I really love Amanda Tapping's reaction, and you can feel 
Every time I watch this scene, my my eyes well up because you can feel. Oh, I wouldn't have gone that far. No, well, <laughs> I can pussy. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag husband. <laughs> Husband, husband. Uh, yeah, anyway, who cares? Um, <laughs> there are, a, there are. A Don't couple be a of... bitch on this show, mate. We will f- you up. Yeah. Oh, good cry, mate. Just a good cry. <laughs> <laughs> there are a couple of uh, little recurring things here. This is the first time we see um, someone bringing cookies to one of the other members of the team yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, I did notice that. Which becomes a bit of a recurring thing. Macaroons. And, and uh, Daniel's beige sweater. I oh, know. Yeah, I noticed That's that. That's a very, very important sweater. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You should notice is it? that. It is. It's, like gonna, if it's you a MacGuffin went... for season eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so oh, much shit. There's big sweater aliens. stole sweater. the sweater and yeah. turned out to be Walter and they executed yeah. him. So uh, yeah. anyway, but we're, just, we're looking ahead. <laughs> Where do you think I've got the term <laughs> combat cardigan from, mate? Yeah. <laughs> you put to the evil army, Ricky Bobby. Bloody O'Neill chucks in a little Bruce Jenner line. Oh, yeah, that was Ooh, funny. I, thought, I was going to cut it and I thought, nah. What was, um, decathlon. He was a decathlon champion. Yeah, what was champion. his name? Rothman. Rothman. He was um, the he's <laughs> Jackson's underling or whatever. What was he? Yeah, research assistant, assistant or something, or something. like that. Yeah. Well, we spoke about him last week as well. He's kind of yeah, like he oh, replaces right. Daniel on the team. But you know yeah. the funny thing is, like this is his this character's first appearance, and it's actually just a dream. It's a dream sequence. So yeah, it's like a, a character pulled from Daniel's memory. <laughs> yeah, like he's never <laughs> actually yeah. on it. Yeah, but he just like in in the back of Daniel's mind, and apparently Sharae's ribbon. Yeah. knows that Jack will hate Rothman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's probably thinking his head. Jack, you hate me. What about Rothman? Yeah, yeah. he's a piece he, of shit. He comes back. Yeah, this, like, is, yeah. this is first of three episodes for Rothman. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah, and I do believe it's Peter DeLuise in particular who brings him back. Um, right. I think Peter writes the episode and directs it mm. and just goes, oh, I need a character at Rothman. He was fun. I'll bring him back. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. The dream, that dream guy. <laughs> yeah, the dream <laughs> The dreamy guy. So Jackson quit and then like he he doesn't even have to give notice. He's just like, I quit. Yeah. See ya. He's like, I'm, I'm out the Savo. Give my severance pay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm a civilian and it's a free country. It's like good call. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, well, I joined. I joined this project to find my wife, and now I found her, and she's dead. So see ya. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's pretty good reason, actually. But like you said through that clip of Maddie's, he was willing to die in torment of Tantalus. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not like sure that's why he joined, but his whole that's not why he stayed. His yeah. Whole, yeah. <laughs> his whole being was to. Like he, his whole purpose in life is to find out more, like about the universe, get about life, more pussy, and to get way more pussy <laughs> off world. So, do we feel like because we're what uh, two seasons and ten episodes? What is this episode fifty four for all intents and purposes uh, of our show? At least that we've been covering this show. It started off like we said with Daniel coming back to Stargate Command to find Sharae, mm. and we've joked along the way that well, that's. By, gone by the way that 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 drive that motive whereas for me i think i said it a couple of weeks ago this is subtly in many ways the story of tilk so far because you've got this guy who was essentially mm. a slave then he's become a fugitive he's become sort of a uh, a cast out of his own people and then he starts to become a leader of a rebellion mm. It's really the story of Tilk, whereas mm. it started being about Daniel, this human character to a human audience trying to find his wife. And now that it's over, does it feel like a real lost, missed opportunity? It's like, oh, hang on, now that we've made the definitive decision to actually kill her, 
shit, did we do enough? Well, maybe not. Mm. Like, did it yeah. did it warrant this episode? I know yeah. we're, we're saying it's a confusing episode, but do you feel mm. like it's sort of now that it's come full circle, it's like, oh, well, we're making a big deal out of something we didn't really... It would have been disappointed if she didn't never came back and they just oh, said, absolutely. oh, she's dead. Killed her off screen. Yeah. Or yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, Mitch, you raised a really good point where you say it's a, it's a story about Teal'c, and I think you could actually say that from the first episode to now. Yeah. yeah. But he's at, to this point, he's never been a POV character. Yeah. We never yeah. see we've never seen an episode and we still don't you know never seen uh go explore earth. Yeah. You know, get used to the all that sort of stuff. I feel like and it was probably a, a project of, of the late nineties where of the four team, the two team the two team members that we follow at the end of the episode that actually have an over over arc are the two white guys, not yeah. the chick or the black guy. So I almost feel oh, let's like let's not take it there, mate. No, no. I just mean it, it is a it is a pro- product of the '90s where I think it, they were just hedging their bets, going, "Okay, well, who's going to watch this show? Yeah. Um, middle class white folk. So that the two people that have an arc that's going to reach the next couple of episodes are Daniel and, and Jack. Mm. I mean, having said that, you know, obviously Jack is the star of the show, and and those two characters are pullovers from the movie as well. So yeah. I understand that. But if you think about it, at the end of Children of the Gods. We don't really know much about Teal'c and, and about is he going to lead a rebellion to free his people. There's nothing really yeah, yeah. said about that. And Carter's just along for the ride. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, if this show was done maybe now or something like that, then you could actually do a show. they'd make a point to. Yeah, You could actually get a lot of meat Teal out Teal could of... be gay. <laughs> yeah. Right. And kiss men a lot. Carter well, you could, Asian you could get a... You could yeah. get a lot of meat out of the Tilk storyline. And to their credit, I think they do in later in later seasons. I think probably sort of season four is where it really sort of starts to kick off mm. for some really great episodes to, to get into that into that meat of Tilk. But I think maybe, yeah, they were just, it was a new franchise. They weren't sure. So they're just trying to hedge their bets in the in the safest way possible. Mm. And now that the show is, is this sort of unmitigated success, they're like, okay, well, now we can start branching off. We can get rid of these these arcs that are kind of tying us back a little bit, yeah. holding us back, and we could go and tell other stories. I think you, yeah, I, I totally agree. It is, it is the story of 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 Tilk in a way, and and there isn't a sort of story arc in his point of view. But if you mm. look at it from his point of view, he left um, his home planet to lead a rebellion or to rebel against, yeah, um, you know the the system lords. And how many has he killed since? You know yeah. what I mean? Like- Imagine if Children of the Gods was shown from Tilk's point of view. And instead of starting in the gate room on Earth, we started on Chulak and followed a day in the life of the first Prime. That would have been really awesome. And then yeah. he has to go through the gate with his god to steal these these people. He's going to all these different planets, taking up all these people, yeah. and then ends up betraying his, his god to go with this group of people to help. You yeah, know. you see some of the horrible things that Apophis makes him do and yeah. what he actually does. That would have been he awesome. He questioned yeah. his own beliefs mm. and he turned his back on but his I guess, But <laughs> I guess that a... would have been a very dark, dark show. And yeah. Well, very... it would have. And you never would. You wouldn't have believed Tilk at all because if we see it from his point yeah, of view true. and probably would have been surrounded by people that he didn't trust felt the same way he did. Yeah. Mm. And so we see him go like off with his guide, go and kidnap these women, bring them back, force them into slavery, nudity, stick a bloody gould inside them and shit. And then all of a sudden at the end, this human character that he's about to... Um, execute says help me and he goes 
yeah, okay, I'll help you. And they're like, man, you were an evil son of a bitch. Now you're going to betray yeah, these yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. But I think but you were the first. I just, believe you could do it. What a cool way. Yeah, I that think, would have been yeah, a really cool. I think that the reason why he did all that shit is because what other choice did he have? Oh, no, I believe Literally. that. I just mean if you only saw it from his point of view uh, in, an, an in an alternate take as an audience yeah. member and you yeah. see him constantly surrounded by other evil people, yeah, come the true. end of the episode, you wouldn't have bought it maybe as easy i guess i guess at the same you time you would have had to have had a break scene in children of the gods yeah you know to go, oh to, well hang on what to know this... that there is this uh, this secret underground that's slowly yeah. simmering so, and might be just thinking about it then tilk came to earth or, or got in touch with you know came with tari back to earth for the same reason apophis came back to earth because he knew they were the only ones strong enough to help him Ooh. Or oh, to defend know. him, Serpent Song. Obviously, yeah. obviously with different motives, mm. but yeah, both came there for the same reason, which was protection from the Gaiwold. Yeah, which mm. I've always there's that there's that acknowledgement. I think that's why, you know, the Gaiwold are so hell bent on on destroying us is because it's it's almost a compliment in the same way you guys compliment me by berating me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, that yeah. he could destroy us. He let's kill destroy him. Us. Let's go. Yeah. And so it's it's like okay, these guys, these these you know the Tari are a threat. Um, well, like, so when exactly we're in trouble, what... we do need you know they're the only ones that can that can help. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what Jack said to Rothman. He's like he's telling him, oh you you're off the team. Why? Oh you've been replaced. Why? Well, all right, you. Because you're smarter than I am. What's so hard to understand here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous of you. So the whole thing was a dream. Yeah. The whole th- the when, whole episode. I'm when did you sort of thing. click? Did you click at any point and go, oh, it's a, like, because it was sort of jumping back and forward, what, what, were, what were you sort of hedging your bets as you were I, watching it? I thought that he was knocked out. I thought the first scene after the credits um, was when he real. he wakes up. And then yeah, when and she's then dead, yeah. and then when Sharae comes back, I'm like, oh, he's just dreaming this, obviously. Yeah. And then it goes back to Fraser, Fraser saying, oh no, like her body's still here, yeah. blah blah. blah. I I'm wish like, it okay, kind this of is reality. Yeah, I wish it kind of was. And then he went home. Real. He quit. Went home. Had a sleep. Had another dream. Had a dream in that dream. Then yeah. woke up in bed again. Yeah. And I'm like, what the. F- is yeah. going on in, in one yeah. dream he dream, he sleeps in full PJs and the other dream he's either naked or shirtless yeah when she's in the bed with you <laughs> yeah. of course my favourite shot though of this whole episode was when they're in his apartment Jack and good father Kasuf mm. and he Bunny. goes Bunny he goes <laughs> I can't not say that every time <laughs> he goes go and see her she's through there mm. yeah. and he walks up to the door and then obviously it changes shot and it, he opens the door and it's the desert and he walks into yeah. the desert and like that's and then that was clever from memory it goes around him and then the the door's gone. Mm. I was like, oh, that's oh no, I think it might have been just another shot. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, oh, I love that kind of shit. It's kind I of love like that Jim Carrey movie, Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, let's not go mm. there again. Hey, um, so there was a little bit of a um, well, some are saying some people depending on what camp you're in, it camp it could be a a little bit of an omission. <clears throat> Like in a bit of a uh, an error, or you can say this is a bit of a um, allusion to the fact that uh, it's all it was all a dream. So the offspring, the Harcesis, would contain all the knowledge, all the secrets of the ghoul that. Yes, Daniel. Did you notice something weird there, Reese? Tilk said Daniel, not Daniel Jackson. Yeah. That's the only time he will ever call him Daniel and not Daniel Jackson. Really? Right. Yeah. For the entire series, it's Daniel Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Yet he'll call O'Neill O'Neill. Yeah. 
or Magic, Magic Carter is, I think, forever Magic Carter. Like, never calls her Samantha or Sam or anything wow. like that. Uh, but he always... I think he might in a couple late, late, late episodes. Oh, okay. Maybe. But yeah, he always calls Daniel Jackson, Daniel Jackson. Yeah. Is that it... was, yeah, that that was cool. I loved, I loved mm. too. Like I was saying, Badana, my wife, if you, if Reese didn't already love Tilk, he must love him now after these last two episodes because Tilk is so boss. Oh. Mm. In both like rules of engagement, he just dropped into his element, and then this one, he's just like, see you, Shara. Yeah, yeah, killed your wife. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) What else? But I I like it again. Do it again. Did what I needed to do, man. I'll shoot a dead corpse right now. Bring it out. Wheel it out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit. I'll punch her in her dead face. (laughs) I think um, I think Fraser did get the best uh, sass of the episode, though. Um, Maybe we should. Glad to see you're okay, Daniel. He's gonna be okay. Oh, it looks that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, that was well delivered. That line. Sorry, I was like, she only got like two lines the entire episode. Yeah. But she's like, I'm gonna very, make it work. That was very O'Neill like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only yeah, well, this is the first mention of Keb, and Daniel says, "Keb, Keb, I know of Keb." Mm, it's um, yeah. Osiris had to hide from Set, which is interesting. So it's something he's read about in a in a. Textbook somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. And he goes, Keb is a myth. I'm like, come on, man. This whole show is yeah. a myth. <laughs> Have you life. learned nothing, Jackson? <laughs> That's yeah. a bit of a stretch. Yeah. yeah. But the only other thing I wanted to mention the purple planet that they go to when Daniel. Oh, yeah. yeah before yeah. he goes back to the tent, that appears in season eight's Reckoning Part Two when I'm, they dial. Made um, me think of um, a bunch s- of planets. Season four as well. Season five with. Isn't it in Prodigy? Or? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool look, and I think it's yeah. just they just sort of saturate, saturate the palette, and just change yeah. everything that's green to yeah. purple. That's why their face looks, their skin looks a little bit easy yeah. to odd. do, cheap. Yeah, <laughs> no CGI. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just yeah. on um, what Brendan was saying before about how much he loved um, that that scene of Daniel sort of talking about the pen and stuff, I did note um, Michael Shanks was nominated for a Leo Award for this episode for the best male performance in a dramatic series. Yeah, he cool. killed it. Mm, don't know if you won. It just says nominated. So well, mate, it's an honour to be not, nominated. You know. I think, <laughs> what about, what about <laughs> legacy? I think, I think was... the scene got him the nomination, but then the funeral scene where he's wearing the sunglasses, they were like, "Nah, mate, yeah, not in those." <laughs> yeah, what the hell was with that? I almost feel like, as an like the actors would have had those on, like while they were setting up scenes. Mm. I feel like he had those on, and they just called action while he hasn't had time yeah. to sort of take them yeah. off and hide them. He just took them off, and then he's just the threw only them. one wearing them. <laughs> And it just it just looks yeah. weird. That or he's he's doing the funeral scene like Corey Worthington after that massive party. He's like, nah, I'll go to my, I'll, I'll bury my wife, and I'm not talking my sonny's off. Yeah, might do it. Man, Why? Because they make me cor- look cool. We're in the desert, guys. I'm not going to damage my cornea. <laughs> All right, that is episode fifty-four of Get in the Gate Forever in a Day, episode ten of season three. We will be back next week to talk past and present as Daniel moves pretty quickly into the future. Oh, yeah. uh, moving on from <laughs> Does the he death of his wife. So uh, just bouncing <laughs> right back. is still warm. Straight back into <laughs> the sea. Plenty of fish in there for one Daniel Jackson. Until then, you can catch all of our previous episodes on our podcast channels. Search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Find us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast. Or drop us a line, Get Into Gate at gmail.com and you can find yourself in the hairy mailbag in just a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Personally, my name is Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie? Uh, hi, Mitch, Maddie. 
Sweet, Brendan. Uh, the Brendan Gibson. Some <laughs> fun guys. Yeah, no, I was oh, no. I had no idea what it was. I thought you were about to say <laughs> highpitchmaddy.com. <laughs> Is that I'm what like, it is? Oh, okay. I may have. I think you did. Hold yeah. on. Uh, and yeah, no, I'm at the Flying Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> get into it. Definitely get, worth revisiting. Get Into Gate is part of Get Into Geek. And this coming week, a pretty big, pretty big movie coming out around the world uh, called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Never heard of it. What's it about? No, well, I'll run you through it. Um, you know, good guys, bad guys, stuff like that. So, uh, Rogue, Rogue One. That's happening. So, Star Wars The Last Jedi coming out this week. We will be uh, over on our Get Into Geek channels breaking down that amazing film. Let's hope so on a uh, non-spoilers and full-spoilers podcast. So, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to Get Into Geek as well. Check out our thoughts on Star Wars The Last Jedi. And, of course, next week, join us back for more Stargate Sundays. Breaking down past and present right here on Get Into Geek. We'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. Get into geek.com.